ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary. It's time for the podcaster who's already distracted by dish soap, uh, and then also distracted. I already do. But, but it's time for the pod. Are you up only tossing, turning, mind racing? You know, maybe because of too much dish soap. Or this episode, if you could, if you could title this intro, it'd be dish dish soap deception. It, with you know, but anyway, it's time for what did I say? Are you up only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Because it's time for sleep with me. The podcast that's here to put you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside uh, issues, whatever's keeping you awake, issues uh, with soap, soap issues. Oh, wait, I have, I have been thinking a lot about soap today because I had a whole nother soap thing. I don't even, I didn't even bring my soap box. As far as I could tell, none of it came in a box, the soaps that I'm thinking of. If you're soapy, I would say take a quick shower and rinse off and then listen to this podcast. Uh, But if you're awake because of thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, like sensations, noises, changes, events, whatever it is I'd like to take your mind off of that, that's what the safe place is, a safe distraction, an alternative story. A kind voice being sent across the deep, dark night. These are the things I'm attempting to do here. If you're new, let me set the podcast up for you. So we had our business part of the podcast. That's out of the way. And now we have an intro. These intros can run anywhere from 8 to, to, to 12 to 14 minutes uh, or any, you know, somewhere in between. It's kind of like a mini show. You know, some people skip and other people listen to it or fall asleep to, but it's usually a way for me to kind of say, who's making this podcast? Why are we making it and what's it about? But mostly what I do is I demonstrate how the podcast works, mostly by accident. What I do is I say, I'm going to try to attempt to do all those things. Instead, I just kind of be myself and then I say, well, that was uh, that was very meandering. Uh, then after that, well, this is a uh, Star Trek episode, the Next Generation, Next Borification. Maybe we just saw to the title. I don't. I've recorded. I don't even know how many episodes I've recorded. This might be the fourth. I think this is the fourth episode. And I think we finally came up with Star Trek: The Next Borification. No, I guess we didn't. We we're close. Uh, but but it, we're getting there. Probably by the time you hear this, it'll be decided. Uh, but coming up here, we'll recap episode Justice. Uh, so you could skip ahead to that, or you could listen to this. You're under no pressure to really pay attention. So you say, well, for some people it doesn't matter. Some people you might want to get to the Star Trek stuff right away. Uh, you can use this podcast how you wish. You know, if you want to use it for pet soothing, I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll take any stains out of laundry. As a matter of fact, I'm a stainer. You know, I'm Mister Messy. So. You know, I was just dealing with some hours ago. I was dealing with grease stains on my pants, and that was before the great dish soap deception that I just came across. I don't know how. I don't want to call out any of the major brands either, so I'll have to be sensitive about that. But um, so that's how the podcast works. You you don't need to listen. You don't need to pay attention, but you can. I'll be here as your boyfriend, sitting here. Uh, trying to keep you company, trying to take your mind off stuff, make you look forward to bedtime or not dread it. And 
like, uh, may need, let me just get to my personal issues, you know, because that's uh, like, uh, who's making this podcast? A person that thinks, uh, t- t- today, a person that's thinking a lot about soaps. Also, this is a crazy thought. I said, why don't I make a YouTube video about this soap? And uh, I said, well, I don't make YouTube videos of creative brain. And uh, what are you talking about? I, I think, like, I have voices and stories going in my head all day long. And that was the first time I tuned into that one. Like, there's a YouTuber in my brain, 24-7 broadcasting uh, YouTube channel ideas. I also just pitched someone on, I, I, again, I have no business doing this. I, ba- I barely have a second of time other than, but I said, I pitched someone on a Twitch channel earlier today, too. I said, let's do, I said, I think we could do something here. So I have o- overactive brain, uh, check, uh, ability to obsess about things, check, and those kind of things can keep you awake. And also stuff like with a little bit of a sharper edge, like this. So I had I have a positive dish. I, well, I have a unresolved a, a soap story, a positive one, and then one that I'm not too happy about. But it's not the end of the world thing. Well, it's not really that big a deal. And we got about six minutes here, uh, so I'll try to run through. So the positive one. So I had grease stains on both. I have two pairs of the same gray Levi's pants or ge- like pants, jeans. They're pants, I guess, because they're gray and they're not denim. And you say, well, why do you have two exact same pairs of the pants? Well, one, they became discontinued. Uh, two, I stain everything I own. Three, I don't like wearing pants. Uh and when I started wearing these, they said, well, these aren't bad. I better buy another one since they're discontinued because uh, you know what will happen. And in my original plan had been to, like, you know, wear one pair for a year and just keep the other pair and then start wearing them. But then I started just alternating whichever pair was clean, you know. But today I faced the prospect of uh, probably returning the pants from work wear because they were my pants to wear to work. And they just go into the street. Because, I, I mean, my personal life, like, people are, you know, seeing your grease stains. The problem with grease stains is why do they have to be in the crotch area always? I mean, because it's where I wipe my greasy hands. I mean, there's no grease going on around there, you know. So, But it, but it's just it's just not a great spot for grease stains anyway. Because you say, Jesus, like, uh, and they say, well, you're not drawing any attention there. I said, thanks, insulting Brent. Yeah, I'm not drawing. Thanks, that's hilarious. That's totally hilarious. But so, and I'd say this bar. So at some point, a friend in, I would meet at a 99 cent store, and we would do the fun 99 cent store shopping. And she was telling me about this pink soap uh, that her mom used that you can get at 99 cent stores. Ends up there's two brands, so I don't want to. Uh, that make this pink bar soap, laundry soap, hard, hard laundry soap. And we were, of all the topics we were talking about, was the stains on my shirt. And I said, well, geez, I don't think I can even get these grease stains out of here. Because they were, it was when I was an insect trapper and they were from the glue anyway. And she said, well, you should use this uh, this soap my mom uses, uh, this pink bar soap. And so at some point I decided to try that. And since then, which would probably be twelve years, I've had this pink bar of soap with me. And when I had, when I, when I, like the problem is, you know, realizing you need, like, uh, like having a. I don't have a laundry routine. I just do it when I have time. Uh, but I knew these were my favorite two pairs of the same pants. I don't know if that counts as one pair. 
but so I said, well, let me try to get these crotch, crotch. I mean, they're from the knee all the way up. Of course, they're on the thigh. It's like, uh, let me deal with these grease stains. And they're they're pending. Actually, the wash is done because I had, but they're not in the dryer because they said, well, you know, I can't have the dryer going when I'm recording the podcast. Uh, but I've I've used that pink soap before, and I've never like I don't know if I've tracked. I don't pay attention, you know, because I'm permanently used to grease stains. So I've never said, "Wow, that really got it out." But I've never been disappointed either in this soap. So pink ninety nine cent store soap. I, I will say one of the brands because it's very podcasty. Word zot zot soap. That's the best pod. I mean zot. I should uh, a little close to zygote. You're right over. Um, yeah. But otherwise, that would be a great nickname. Zote, Z-O-T-E, I believe. Uh, get yourself some Zote soap. Uh, it's a free ad for uh, Zote soap, 99 cents at the 99 cent store. Uh, so that was a positive and pending. We'll see how it turns out. I'll tell you what, it like, uh, probably won't care because I say, well, those were my work pants. I have uh, four pairs of work pants, two gray Two tan, exact same model as my gray pants. And then I have another pair of pants that are like casual type pants that I put, that I had to buy for a wedding, like on the way to the wedding. And luckily I got, I had time to get them dry clean. So then it looked like good pants for just a, like uh, 20 minutes at the wedding. Um, So I'd hate to like lose, like, uh, what is that? Uh, Five, so two out of five is like, that's like a high percentage of pant loss. Uh, So anyway, so we'll see how it turns out. But then the soap deception, I guess I'd wrap it up fast, is that I just realized it. it had this dish soap that I was using. And for the longest time, I was buying Trader Joe's dish soap because that's where I do most of my shopping. And I don't really want to go to another store just to buy like one or two products, but sometimes this happens. But I always notice at Trader Joe's, I mean, I don't want to say anything mean, but the the, the dish soap underperformed, in my opinion. And maybe because it's more environmentally friendly, but when you're hand-washing dishes, you know, I don't know, you just notice these things. And it, like if it's underperforming, you might use more soap. They had this wonderful purple, and you know that made up for it, like a purple-colored soap. Like, uh, but at some point, like when I was at the other grocery store, you know, the mainstream one, I realized I was out of dish soap, so I bought it there on a trip there, and it had the OxyClean or some sort of oxygenator in there, and it was like really like cooking with gas. Like, like when I started washing dishes, I said, "Holy mackerel!" And I think this was like a preemptive dish soap buy. Yeah, it was because I had half a thing of purple Trader Joe's. So I mixed the two and then I used that for a while. But then I realized that too, that would take a lot of planning. So then I just went back to, you know, alternating. Uh, but that would really work good. It, you know, if, if I was more of a planner, it would just be mixing your own dish soap. 50% Trader Joe's, 50%, you know, uh, like uh, dominant, you know, dominating uh, dish soap brand with oxygenation, and I'm pretty sure those are pro- that was proven not to be a real thing. But it, it, anyway, it, whatever they're doing, it, it gives me confidence in the dish soap. So you say, well, yeah, it's causing those algal blooms, and I say, I'm pretty sure that that stuff got. Uh, oh yeah, I just want to wash my dishes. I'm trying to go to sleep. This see, this is why I make a sleep podcast. 
because uh, that same place inside this says, I just want to wash my dishes, says, I just want to go to sleep. So that's what this podcast is to offer you an alternative thing. But then today, just, just, I mean, moments ago before I sat down at this mic, I was using the corporate soap, the corporate dish soap. Uh, I was listening to Who Weekly with Bobby and Lindsay. And I noticed, like I said, I wonder how much soap is in here. And the friggin' soap, the, uh, the plastic is the same color as the soap, but not like the whole plastic, just like, uh, like, so you always think it's full of soap. And I said, holy crow, I have no idea how much soap's in here. You know, and a normal person probably just hold it up to the light and see. But I just felt like I, like I'd been deceived, which I had been. And I said, you know, I wouldn't have, you know, I would have been much more suspicious, you know, purchasing a soap without a clear bottle, but a bottle that you thought was clear because it had the blue. I said, what are, I said, what are these people up to? Like, I don't know that I've been deceived, but I felt like I felt deception. If you could tell the difference, which is worse, because then I say, well, I said, I mean, if I was if I was shaming the soap, the soap shaming, the new feature on Sleep With Me, I'd say, soap, if you didn't do such a darn job, good job foaming the heck out of this sink and actually feeling good. And then, like, you're a little, almost too good, then mixing you with the Trader Joe's when I have the will to do that, you know, I would really be upset with you, with your fake labeling action, and possibly, you know, Elja Blooms. I don't know if that is your fault, but anyway. So that's why I make a sleep podcast, in a, you know, in, in, a, in a soap bottle, you know, just the soap, soap trio, tonight on Sleep With Me, the soap trio. That might be anybody working on a um, doo-wop group. Feel free to use that soap trio, or remind me. Could be another you know fictional autobiography. You know my days with the soap trio. Uh, you know, you, you, like I, I want to say palm, you know, all of the palm or something, but that would be too on the nose, you know. So anyway, I'm glad you're here. You don't need to pay attention, but I'll be here for at least an hour to distract you while you fall asleep. You're not under any pressure to fall asleep right away. If you're just getting here and you're skeptical, give the podcast if you try. See if I can win your trust over. You know, you don't freely have to give it to me. I I need to earn it, and uh, I'll do it by being a bit strange, but doing my best. And why? Because I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks for coming by. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcaster uh, whose socks are too tight. I think my socks are too tight. These, this particular pair. Hey, but that helps me focus. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome uh, as I said, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, you know, feeling, you know, whatever it is. If, if it's uh, physical sensations, you know, stuff at work, stuff at school, you know, just life stuff or, you know, temporary stuff, travel, whatever it is, I, I want to take your mind off of it. 
you know, a safe place, a place where you could, I know you can't set it aside. I think that's one thing that gets, can be hard when you can't sleep is say, well, why don't you just forget about it? And I, on this podcast, I never say that because, well, if I do, I, I apologize. Because I know how hard it is, you know, you see, just, I just can't forget it. I can't fall asleep. I got stuff on my mind. I can't just turn my brain off. And that's what I can be like sometimes. And for maybe for some of you, that's not the case. Maybe it's something else, but maybe it's similar. And I made this podcast an attempt to put some of you to sleep, to distract you. And like I said, we do it the bedtime story. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. That's part one of the uh, safe place. Uh, part two is I'm going to use uh, lulling, uh, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Uh, that's good. Is that, that's part two. Part three, no expectations. Like I said, I'm not going to say, what, what do you mean you can't fall asleep? That's like the worst thing you say. Anyway, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to, you know, say, you know, turn the temperature up. So you're under no pressure. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. You you could fall asleep at your leisure. You could listen as a distraction. You could listen before bed. You can listen in bed. You could listen, you know, if you're folding socks, if your socks are, if you're stretching socks, that's might be what I do this evening. Say, well, Friday night, what do you say we do a little sock stretching? And I mean that in the, in the literal sense, not that, not that thing, Nana. The kind of sock, sock stretching you do with doors unlocked and wide open. In you know, I'd say I don't care if you look in my window. Some stress stretching socks. Maybe I do. Is that something you could get shamed for by like stretching stress, like actual sock stretching? A little bit of a tongue twister, but if you're new here, you're under no expectation to fall asleep. You're also under no pressure to listen or to pay attention. I'm going to try to distract you. I'm going to be mildly entertaining. Maybe I'll give you a case of the boar giggles. Uh, but ideally, you won't even remember. You say, I think I giggled once or maybe like I sneezed. Like a amused sneeze. Like an amuse bouche. That's like a like a before a sn- I don't know. I was trying to make that into something. It won't go. Won't go together. But sounds the same. Amused sneeze and amuse. Don't don't sneeze in my amuse bouche. I'll tell you that. Also, I don't know when. I, I think I'm trying to think of the last time I had an amuse amuse bouche. Would have been my brother's mighty bouche. You're right, brain. That doesn't have anything to do with it, but it sounds similar. Correct. I think it was my brother's wedding, and that was 2014. It was my last moose bouche. I think, no, it was 2015. I don't know. My years are, you know, my years are mangled together in my mind. That was my last moose bouche. So one day, except for the ones I make, you know, but I called that lunch. I don't know, sardine on a cracker. That's, I guess you could, that's a mouthful. You know, there you go. Chris Podcast, Chris Posty Posterson has a podcast called Sounds Like an Earful. Anyway, if you're new here, I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation. And usually, so here's how the structure of the podcast works. There's like five minutes of business or so, or, you know, credits and how we support the show. Then there's about an eight to 12 minute intro, which we're in the midst of here. And then we'll talk about, uh, you know, we'll do a couple run-throughs of uh, the last episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. I watched the Royale. 
you know, but I thought maybe we'd get it like every, maybe we could use these, in these intros, we could use the wisdom I called it from the episode, like one piece of wisdom. And this one comes from uh, Jean-Luc Picard. And he's like, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what he's talking about. But he says, uh, puts things in perspective. In our arrogance, we feel we are so advanced, yet we cannot, cannot unravel a simple knot Tied by a part-time French mathematician, he said him smoother, uh, uh, working alone without a computer. We cannot unravel, in our arrogance, we feel we're so advanced, but we can't even undo this simple mathematical puzzle. That's what they're talking about. And I can say to that, I say, I feel you, Jean-Luc, because uh, it was just if you, if you were listening to the podcast, you know, because if, if, if we're like the... The beings in the episode of Justice, where like if you're a multi-dimensional being now, I mean I've I've existed in multi-dimensions, not on not on this exact podcast episode, uh, but I have tra- traveled the realms of fan- fiction, fantasy. You know, I've traveled multi-dimensionally to the world of Game of Thrones, and uh, I couldn't spend any time there just because of the fluxing. Uh, but I was just making a point, Jean-Luc, about, uh, oh, to call you c- c- Captain Picard. Of course, of course. Does that mean I'm in, does that mean I'm in Starfleet? No. Okay. I'm having trouble with this figment of Jean-Luc in my brain. I'm just trying to, you know, pay you your wisdom. I just, I was just working with you. Proceed. Thank you. Thank you, c- Captain. Sorry. Thank you, Captain Picard. Could I be number four? Like, I wouldn't be mind if, if I was, like, number four. Okay, talk to Starfleet. You got it. I will. Yeah, they've shredded all my application. Anyway, I got to do it to get to the Sorry, a little p- 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 pinch of Picard there. But I, I was, he, you know, he was saying, in our arrogance, we feel so advanced we can't unravel a simple knot. Uh, and that's how it can feel at bedtime, both sides of it. You know, say, Jesus, this thing I need every single night, I desire to get a good night's sleep. But then not only is it difficult to do so sometimes or regularly or situationally, whatever you're, you're grappling with, on top of that, and maybe there's some internal arrogance you're doing battle with or brain bots or self-criticism, but then you get into this relational arrogance where people just don't understand, and, and then they they take a little bit of a haughty attitude, and they say, "We well, just got to try harder. If you want to get a good night's sleep, you got to try harder." And you see, I could tell you what I'm not a sleep scientist, but I can tell you that trying harder is it does not work like uh, falling asleep. Come on, and then they probably say, "Well, you're probably doing it wrong. That's why." You say, well, exactly, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Like, I'm trying to fall asleep. I, I, I don't know how I'm doing it wrong. I, clearly, I'm doing it wrong. Because uh, if I was doing it right, I would have slept last night. We wouldn't be having this discussion. You know, we'd be talking about something something inane. Instead of, which, which now, and then you kind of get it. And then the knot tightens. So Captain Picard is wise. You know, maybe wise enough to fast track an imaginary application to Starfleets for someone that's, not qualified and won't probably follow the chain of command. But, uh, you know, there, there, there's all these things we have, think we have figured out, and, and sometimes it can be uh, very uh, perplexing. And other people won't do, you know, just like parents just don't understand. 
Uh, do you think if the Fresh Prince, like if Will Will Smith was actually the Fresh Prince, like that was an autobiograph- autobiographical song? Talk about like not understanding. Now one of the biggest stars on the planet for the past like twenty years. You know, don't you think the parents like they would say they couldn't have understood? I don't know. I think I thought it was. I thought that was going to come together. Sometimes my thoughts don't come together. That's why I do the show. But yeah, like you're trying to get to sleep. It's something I don't know. So I made this podcast. I guess that's my point. And it doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. You know, give it a few tries. If you're skeptical, why wouldn't you be? You say, what has this guy been talking about for tw- eight, eight to 12 minutes? And I thought this was going to put me asleep. I said, well, it, it, it takes time. You're not under pressure to fall asleep. And, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'll, I'll ramble, but I'll be here for you. Uh, and I hope it works for you because I've been there. And I'm glad you're here. And not only do I hope, I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press. Well, I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place uh, where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether you're up because of uh, uh, something physical, some kind of emotional feeling you're dealing with, uh, mind racing, uh, stuff from the past, stuff from the future, noisy neighbors, uh, cat, you know, cats, uh, any kind of cats, especially outside garbage night cats, you know, or just cat, you know, when you hear cats in the night, uh, I don't know what the sailor. It, I don't think that's a sailor's delight. Uh, cats, cat noises at night, you know, outside those ones where it's like you say, "What is it, is it a full moon?" But that's a like, isn't that a? That's not. That's a canine that barks at the moon. Uh, but whatever it is this keeping you away? It could be any of those things. It could be something totally different. Uh, I'm gonna try to distract you from whatever it is. I'm gonna use creaky dulcet tones. Uh, flying on wings of pointlessness, escorted by uh, mumbles and stumbles. And I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. And on Sunday nights, I also send it across the, uni- the known and unknown universe in maybe even dimensions. Ideally, tra- you know, ideally, that'd be great. You know, get, uh, getting in in another dimension. Maybe they say, hey, you could say when they, you know, they, that would be good. I could use cross-dimensional help. So to, so here's it. Let me give, if you're new here, welcome. By the way, I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. That's what I always say at the end of the intro. But let me do a little placemaking uh, because after this, it'll be all meandering. I'll be lucky if I get through the placemaking because now I'm already, you know, just talking thirty seconds about placemaking before doing any placemaking. And anytime I bring up placemaking, I think of placemats, which makes me think of childhood, and then it makes me think of like. Uh, with a, like the double, you know, like making your own placemats or stores, you know. But anyway, let me do some placemaking. If you're new here, so we like uh, here's the structure of an episode of Sleep with Me. Uh, while most episodes are different, I'll, I'll give you the full, the whole nine yards just in case you're new. So it starts off with the business stuff. That's like the first four or five minutes. You know, that's what pays the bills and the people that work hard on the show. Some people for free, and then we do an intro, which we're in the middle of. The, usually, the intros. 
are like somewhere between 9 and 14 minutes. And it's a show within itself. Sometimes a lot of people listen to this and they fall asleep to this. So it's familiar, but each intro is different. You know, so that way it stays distracting. I like variety. I think variety is more distracting. I already forgot. Oh, placemaking. Then uh, we're going to do, like, we're going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation, the episode Who Watches the Watchers. And then if we, depending on the time, because I like these shows, like, so to take the pressure off you falling asleep right away, I like them to be over an hour. So maybe we'll do some facts that came up on the episode. And if you're new here, you're under no pressure to listen or to fall asleep. So you can kind of listen. You can kind of let me drift off into the background at some point. Or if you're having trouble falling asleep, I'll be here to keep you company. I'm your boyfriend. And I'll be sitting close by. And also, I, I like to have some words of wisdom with these Star Trek episodes recently to try to make a metaphor for the show. And in this episode... Uh, one of the characters, a guest on the Starship Enterprise, says, What a wonder, wondrous place. He's talking to Picard. Even the walls obey your commands. And Picard says, Wondrous, yes, but not miraculous. And I would definitely say that this podcast, like, I don't think it's wondrous. It's definitely not miraculous. But, you know, when you're sleepless, uh, you know, if you're in the deep, dark night, which I've been tossing and turning, unable to fall asleep, and, you know, you can get to a desperate place, and I try to insert not wondrous, but wonder. Yeah, that's really what drives the podcast. In some sense, that's what drove uh, the, 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 some of the Star Trek missions is wonder. I wonder, curiosity. And this podcast is a kind of search for a couple different kinds of wonder. One is just to give myself a little space to meander and say, huh, I wonder uh, like this episode, the Vulcan Bronze Age came up, I think. So I said, huh, I wonder about that. Uh, but there's also this ability, this this great thing I get out of making the podcast because I have to slow down and try to observe more, is to stumble on these wonderful things. Like this episode, there's a, like ideally when I'm going through the reruns, now they're not super wondrous, like you got to stay awake for them. They're more like... Uh, uh, they, they just keep me going week after week to make this show and to give it my all so I can be here to take your mind off stuff. Well, you know, I keep my eyes on this and I say, well, I like that look. I, like uh, Riker had a pretty good, you know, I say, well, that was like wonder. I, I don't know. I think that's the wrong metaphor. I mean, I always strive. The highest, one of the pinnacles I shoot for in this podcast is to make bedtime feel delightful. And I think by striving for that goal, you know, I can fall short of it. And then you say, well, that's not, t- you know, it doesn't make bedtime worse. And I say, okay, great. I'm striving to make bedtime delightful, to bring you uh, delight. So I'm shooting for the stars. Like I'm shooting for a sense of wonder. And if I only get halfway there, that's good because you can, you don't need to stay awake for it. That, you know, that's, that's a great, uh, I guess, a give and take we have here. And that's part of the symbiosis of the show. Miraculous, uh, not miraculous. Uh, wonder, whatever Picard said, you know, I'll get back to that later. Uh, but basically, this is a podcast you don't have to listen to. You can kind of listen. You just lie back. You can put it on before when you're getting ready for bed or when you're already in bed. You could set a sleep timer. Definitely easiest way to listen is on a mobile device via podcasting app because you can set sleep timers. 
You can make playlists and multiple episodes if you need them. And you can listen with your phone off so you don't got to worry about that blue light or, you know, checking things, you know, where you say, well, let me just take one last look. You know, you want to go to sleep. You deserve it. And if I can help with it, it really would be an honor. So I'm glad you're here. And I really hope this show can help you fall asleep. And I appreciate your time. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, once again, I want to say welcome to all my friends, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do, because I'm so glad you're here, I'm going to try to create a safe place uh, where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical feelings, emotional feelings, also called, you know, things you're feeling, you know, with your body, anything, that kind of stuff, uh, you know, word mumble, you know, word Marbles in your mouth. That's what I have right now. I don't know if I've ever said that on the podcast. I think I got a case of marble mouth. And actually, like, uh, I, I made a mistake on a podcast episode. Someone from Syracuse called me to test. They said, you were calling it burned dairy. It's marble farms. So I stand corrected. And karma got me back when I called marble farms burned dairy. Those are two different dairy and ice cream places in Syracuse, New York, where I grew up. And now, if case I well, I think I'm cured of the marble mouth now for for the next 25 seconds. But I want to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's some of the stuff I listed or something, travel, noise, whatever it is. Uh, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And and the, what the safe kit place consists of is basically kind of a bedtime story. I mean, tonight will be a take on a, a bedtime story. What I'm going to do, I'll send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. You know, slow, uh, pointless meanders that, you know, circle. They say, I don't know how the river's going to go anywhere if it's going in a... And I say, well, neither do I. I said, probably a whirlpool or something because it's, uh, it is circle. It does circle within itself. And all that, so, so if you're new here, here's the things. I'm glad you're here. As I said, I say that a lot because I am, because I've been there sleepless in the deep, dark night. And here's the deal. You don't really have to listen to me. I'll be here. I'm your boyfriend. I'm going to try to put you at ease. I'm going to try to gain the, the kind of trust I'm going to try to gain from you is that you can trust me enough not to listen to me. Like, how's that sound? You say, where do I, you, like, do I have to sign anything, Scoots? No, no, no. There's no signing. There's no pressure. This is the only sleep podcast where you're under no pressure to fall asleep. And the, one of the few podcasts where you're also under no pressure to listen to it. It's, like, you know, it is like this sleep stuff. We all know it. And I was just talking on the phone to my dad about it. We were talking about L-I-F-E, L-I-L-I-F-E, L-I-F-E yeah. Not the serial, the, the existence thing. You know about how paradoxical it can be. And, and sometimes that's a good thing. And sleep is a very paradoxical thing. And this podcast, it's it, it's a contradiction within a paradox or whatever. It uh, You don't have to listen to it. And you don't need to fall asleep. It, but, and, and I want to win your trust by losing it in some sense. You say, well, 
I don't need to pay you. I, I trust you so much. I'm not going to pay you any mind. And I say, that's perfect. And if you're new here, it doesn't, it doesn't need to make any sense yet. If, if you stick around, it'll make sense soon enough. Uh, but basically tonight I'm going to talk about an episode of, like, like, here's the structure of the show. We did the business stuff. That's what pays the bills and keeps the lights on and keeps the podcast going. I mean, this will blow your mind if you're new. It takes an incredible amount of work to, 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 to put something like this together. Also, also ideally is counterintuitive, but we took care of all that. Then there's this long intro, which we're like a third of the way into, I, I think. Let me look at the time. Yeah, almost exactly, a little bit over a third way into. So we do a long intro, which you, like uh, for new people, it introduces you. For regulars, you say, okay, it's, uh, it's familiar, but every intro is a little bit different where I try to make a metaphor and describe what the podcast is. And so far, 400 and, you know, high, near nearing 500 episodes. I don't know if I've quite accomplished that. And then we'll talk about Star Trek, an episode of Star Trek, The Next Generation, and a lulling, soothing way. And the one we're going to be talking about tonight is uh, Remember Me. And actually, Dr. Crusher had something that she said here. I think I could tell She's In the middle of the episode, she says, it's not a delusion. It's not a dream. There's a physical, measurable phenomenon at work here. Perhaps you could help me to identify it. And I said, geez, was she talking about sleep? It's not a delusion, uh, but it's not a dream. And it, but this podcast ideally has a little bit of both of those, because obviously I got to be a little bit delusional, right? Uh, and, and in some sense, I don't know if it's delusion, but but you definitely have to take a leap of faith to listen to this podcast. That's why I always welcome skeptics with open arms, because why wouldn't you be skeptical about a, a sleep podcast for grownups? But she said, it's not a delusion, it's not a dream, there's a physical, measurable phenomenon at work here. And in the episode, uh, that's a very, that has some gravity or some gravitas, if I knew what gravitas meant, I'd say maybe it had some gravitas. Excellent, unbelievable episode with, with Dr. Crusher. And during the day, you probably want to watch it at some point. Tonight, you know, tonight you say, well, it was a little bit like a delusion in a dream, no, no, is there a physical, this podcast, I don't know if there needs to be a physical, measurable, uh, something to it. Yeah, but this, you know, phenomenon, uh, you know, cause you can, can you measure dilution? Cause if, if you could, I, I probably, I may, I don't have a lot of world records. In fact, if zero, uh, but if you were measuring, you say, what's the world record for a stack of delusion within one's brain? Or, okay, see, hey, this does happen when I call Guinness, you know, the world record hotline. Luckily, someone rerouted it to someone that I pay. It's still 1-900. Is it still 1-900 number? It's still getting billed for this 1-900 Guinness World Records. Uh, but I call up and I say, uh, okay, how about number of synapses involved in a delusion? I think I got that one. They say, well, how many, I say, all my synapses. How many synapses does a human brain have? And they say, sir, we're not sure you know what you, are you sure that you have synapses in your brain? I said, well, I'm per- I don't know. They're all, they're all occupied, you know, maintaining my delusions. And then I heard the pencils and I said, why are you, why is your pencil moving? And they said, well, because you said at first you called about one delusion and then you said delusion. So. And they said, well, who qualifies then? And they said, who's, who's that person you consider your, your nemesis? 
And I said, uh, I said, well, which one, you know, I said, which do, I said, I have a lot of nemesis, nemesi, you know. Uh, but, you know, I guess my delusion can be measured in physics. There's 400 and, you know, some, uh, but, but the whole idea of this podcast is uh, to put you at ease. I don't know. I'm, I, mean, I guess I'm having trouble because Dr. Crusher is so, so well-spoken. I don't know, but yeah, like I said, I guess I had it. You know, this podcast is not a delusion. It's not a dream. It's, it's dreamlike. It's not a dream. Uh, but it should enable dreaming and put your delusions at ease because that's one thing, I guess, that is true when you lie down. For some of us, for, for other people, it might be different. But for me, you know, I start getting hammered by those. They say, well, why, are you, why were you so delusional? You're really delusional today when you're in line at the bank. What do you mean, expecting them? Well, you were worried they wouldn't let you make a withdrawal. And then you were worried, you know, then you were, and I say, okay, great. Well, I don't need to talk about my, I say, wait a second, I wasn't in a bank today. It's, oh, that's right, you didn't go to the bank today. Whoa, boy, you you, you were supposed to. You say, really, I, I don't know. What are you talking? I'm just trying to go to bed. I don't know what this bank is you, you're talking about. I just went well, when you were in line at the bank, uh, you did, why, didn't, why don't you have any deposit slips? Well, I don't have anything to deposit. I don't deposit anything. I don't. What do you, with deposit slips, They. I know they still have those, but I don't go to the bank. Wait, what is this banking part of my brain? It's, and you say, where, where's the delusion start and where does it end? But, but mostly, why? I just want to go to sleep. I got a busy day tomorrow. And, you know, this podcast, like, I guess, like, that's what I like to try to do. I like to give, give you the lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones and distract you while you cross over that threshold from wake to sleep, that mysterious threshold that ideally, you know, at some point I go from barely making sense, you know, right now to be, at some point you say, well, that just doesn't matter. It, like, Scoose is just talking. And it doesn't matter if you make it make any sense. It doesn't matter if I listen. Yeah, but also it doesn't matter if you if you can't fall asleep. I'll be here to keep you company. Because that's the other thing. When 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 I was sleepless as a young kid, I couldn't fall asleep, and I would listen to the radio for a companion, for a voice, for a connection, uh, to make me feel less alone. And if I can do that for you. Or if my mild uh, humor attempts could say, well, like that, you say, hmm, not bad. I don't know. That was a little strong. That was the strongest not bad I've ever given. You know, but if you can say, wow, that, this would, like, I can, I can picture Beverly Crusher, uh, Dr. Beverly Crusher. You're right. Sorry. Uh, protocol brain just kicked on. Dr. Crusher. Okay. I'm not on first name basis with Dr. Crusher. That's good to know. Uh, what about what? What about Wes? Can I call him Wes or Wesley? Instant Crusher. It, so with, it, with these, okay, protocol brain. One more question. Then I gotta get back to. So am I actually a member of Starfleet? No, but I'm still. Uh, I still have to follow protocol. Well, darn. You sure I can't call him Wes? What season? Isn't there one or two? Couldn't in season one? Can I call him Wes? Never. My application was rejected. Which one? The one for Starfleet or the application to call Wesley Wes? Instant Crusher. Excuse me. 
Okay, let me get back to my podcast. Okay, this is uh, what could I, what can I tell my can I have my audience call me anything? No, yeah, I should talk to the witty part of my brain. Actually, I don't have, believe it or not, all those synapses are occupied trying to go for a Guinness world record for a delusion. No, no, not it, not intent. Oh, believe it or not, my brain is going for the Guinness record, Guinness book world, whatever it's called, uh, for delusion unintentionally. Did you believe that? Sounds delusional. What are you? You're a pun master. Protocols and puns. Is that what you're is on your desk? I'll tell you what. Next time I'm at a theme park, I'll have that made up for you. Protocols and puns. Wesley, oh, you're, you're Ensign. You're not Ensign Crusher. Okay, anyway, I got mixed up. Sorry, folks, I got back. Uh, just talking to some part of my brain about a protocol. Whatever it was, it wasn't, at least that part of my brain was easier to deal with than C-3PO. Holy moly. I don't think it, that that would be a lot of work. But anyway, I'm glad you're here. If you're new, give this podcast a few tries. If it's if it's definitely not for you, you may have already stopped listening. Uh, but this is nothing aggressive. Like, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an option. I really hope I can help you fall asleep because I've had trouble sleeping and, you know, that's all I could say. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. And not only do I hope I yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out your lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts and thinking about stuff that's keeping you awake or something physical, tossing and turning or something else or something you're feeling emotionally you're dealing with. It could be the distant past or the not so distant future or anything in between, I guess would be everything. And that sometimes can keep me awake, everything, but whatever it is, uh, I'd like to distract you from that. What I'm going to do, I was going to say take your mind off of that, distract you. And that's kind of a safe place. That's kind of what this podcast is. What I'll do is I'll send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'll use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. I'll put on my meanderware, which allows me to, like you say, well, how do you do, like, uh, what do you do? Do do you uh, suck on... um, what are those mouth numbing mints? What are that? What's that stuff called? I don't even know. Novocaine mints? No, it turns out they don't make those. So no, I don't. At least uh, not that I know about. And uh, but no, no, I don't have to. What I do is I put on me 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 meanderwear. For some reason, whenever I say it, I say instead of my, I say me meanderwear, but not in a pirate voice because that wasn't a pirate voice. That was my uh, swashbuckling. One of my, you know, forebears or whatever, the swashbuckling, you know, the the most boring man in the seven seas, and he he was the inventor of meanderware. That now that's a brand. That's a brand I'm working on. So it's not a real person. But do you think you could you mind if I do a little test marketing in here? Uh, would you buy meanderware? That's it's it's easy. me meanderware, not me me meanderware, just meanderware from my company. Two, does do you think that uh, having a swashbuckle does it does having a swashbuckling character make you more likely to buy meanderware? 
Uh, three, what is meanderware and what does it do? Well, I do. I can't tell you that because I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. But anyway, so excuse me. Uh, like, like uh, I'll be. Back. I don't think I'll be back. Uh, but if you want to buy meanderware, just send your checks to meanderware station. I uh, care of me, meanderware. Like, because uh, I'm gonna tuck it right in the waistband. Uh, ba- Battle Creek, Michigan. Uh, like, uh, whatever you know. Don't send anything. Actually. Okay, if you're new here, sorry about that, mate. That was like, uh, that's what happens when I put the meanderwear on. It's so comfy. By the way, did you, did you think, would that make you buy meanderwear? Uh, no. Okay. I think I'm trying to, I think I'm alone in a closet recording a podcast trying to sell stuff to myself. Let's get some, let me, let me just talk to the new listeners for a second, then we'll get some words of wisdom from uh, Captain Picard. How does that sound? So if you're new here, welcome to Sleep With Me. It's a podcast to take your mind off stuff. A little bit silly, a little bit goofy. Uh, you, if you're, if you're, if you're a tween, you probably say lame. I don't know if your tweens use that word. Uh, but, but nine out of ten tweens that use the word lame, you would say this show. But, but then, and then at bedtime, they say, well, lame in a good way. What was me? It went off the rails again. So if you're new here, this podcast is basically meant to distract you. The uh, structure of the show, if it could be loosely defined as that. Top of the show, we got a few minutes to credits and to pay the bills. Looks like we're about four minutes into an intro that's usually around 12 minutes. Uh, then we'll be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation. And we'll do that for maybe 40 minutes plus with, uh, you know, lulling, soothing tones and pointless meanders. And here's your takeaways. You don't really need to pay attention to me. I think you probably figured that out. You know, you seem like a reasonable adult. Uh, but you can. I'll be here the whole time. I'll be here for an hour to keep you company. And that's the other side of it. You don't got to be in any hurry to fall asleep because, uh, you know, I'll be here meandering. And I'll be, you know, it'll be mildly, it'll be just entertaining enough if you're stuck listening to me. It won't be terrible. Uh, but ideally you just say, well, I don't really need to listen. I can't, you know, lately, I don't know. I always say I'm glad you're here because I, I have trouble sleeping and I've had a lot of uh, sleepless nights in the past, but let's do uh, Captain Picard's, it's not always Captain Picard, is it Ca- Jean-Luc Picard, uh, said in this episode, tonight's episode, many of the qualities, uh, dot, 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 the uncertainty, the self-discovery the unknown, those are many of the qualities that make life worth living. Well, at least to me, as Jean-Luc said, I wouldn't want to live life knowing, that's a paraphrase because I couldn't, I messed up. I'll try it again. I wouldn't want to live knowing, why do I want to say live life? Uh, knowing that my future was written, that my boundaries had already been set. Would you? Well, thanks, Jean-Luc, for asking. But so Jean-Luc says, you know, that uh, the qual- uncertainty, the self-discovery, the unknown, those are the qualities that make Jean- Jean-Luc's life worth living. And knowing the future, like I guess he's, the future's wide open and it's uh, full of unknown self-discoveries. And, and I guess those are the things. I don't know how Jean-Luc sleeps. It seems he looks like he sleeps great. You know, and I think, you know, that's probably something in the enterprise that might be what, like with that one of the things that Starfleet that's why my friggin' application keeps getting returned to me 
because they say, well, is it a trick? Should I answer these questions honestly or not? And then, of course, you can only apply once. So then I use, you know, then I have to lie when I come up with other names. Bjorn, that's lately, I try to go through all the, like, alphabet. So Bjorn is my first name in my current Starfleet applications. You know, but these ideas of the unknown, of self-discovery, those are kind of the qualities, uh, especially like uh, someone, you know, searching the unknown space, the final frontier. But at bedtime, that can be really, I, I really would rather skip over the self-discovery. And I guess I wish I could say, well, it's just the unknown. Let me just go to bed. I think that's probably what Jean-Luc does. He reads a little Play-Doh. And, like, uh, I don't know what time during his shift he start, stops drinking Earl Grey tea. And then, you know, he probably just conks out. He says, like, uh, says tomorrow, which I guess is like a loosely defined thing in a starship anyway. Says tomorrow will be tomorrow. It's the unknown. I'll be ready for the self-discovery that comes tomorrow. Uh, you know, in the, because tomorrow's unwritten. And, you know, I'll learn what boundaries I need to set tomorrow. So that's a pretty healthy outlook on life. And if he's a fictional character, if, I mean, clearly, if if you're like me and you overthink stuff and have trouble sleeping. But actually, he's not like in your face about it. You know, he just said, geez, I I don't know. So I guess this one, it is the wisdom of, that kind of wisdom is probably for Jean-Luc and Jean-Luc only, uh, I mean, it's something to strive for, but probably not a bedtime. I probably we don't need to concern ourselves with self. I mean, boy, self-discovery. I can't even you walked right into that one at bedtime. But, uh, um, oh boy. I mean, we probably don't need, you know, any, any, any self-discovery. Probably don't need to any interest, self-introspection. Is that introspection, introspective journeys or whatever the other stuff he said, you, you know, seeking out the unknown. But you, if you could leave it alone and say, well, I mean, I guess that's what this podcast is here for. Just say, hey, let the unknown be the unknown. We don't know how tomorrow's going to go. I do know what it's like not to be able to fall asleep. And I do know what it's like to lie in bed thinking about the next day. So... I try to offer an alternative. What I'm going to do tonight is talk about this episode of, uh, uh, G- G- I just said Game of Thrones. This is Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, the Masterpiece Society. And, you know, I'll do, I'll do it in the most lonely, soothing way I can. I'll even try to slow down a little bit now. I guess I was getting a little excited there with John, you know, I, I, I guess I had a little, you know, I was trying to maybe, I guess, like, I wouldn't mind being like Jean-Luc. I've been watching these episodes now, and I see there's a lot of admirable characters on this Enterprise and with very healthy makeup, but they're still human beings. I think that's another thing uh, Jean-Luc says about that at some part. He says, Jesus, these are the things that make us human, our imperfections, and our grappling with them. Uh, but just not a bedtime. I guess that would be my pocket. Let's just keep it fictional. Bedtime, keep it fictional, but not about me. I guess that's what I would tell. Let's keep it fictional, but not about me, uh, and not about my future, my past. You know, just let me let me freaking go to let me freaking go to sleep. That would be. Uh, I don't know what that has to do with Star Trek, but that has a lot to do with this podcast. 
So I guess I revisit what I said. I'm glad you're here. You don't need to pay attention, but I'll be here for an hour to keep you company, to take your mind off of stuff, you know, to take my thoughts and turn them inward and then, you know, jumble them up, you know, shake them, you know, shake them up like, you know, like they're in some sort of cocktail shaker. That's kind of, that's what I call my brain. It doesn't, I don't even have to shake it though. It's already pre-jumbled. My brain came pre-jumbled. Among other things, I said, because I said, like, this was another time. Don't think this was at a particle collider, but, you know, along with, like, like uh, tasting things, you know, if they're doing, if I find out about some sort of experiment, especially if it involves matter or antimatter, you know, I like to go down there and stick something in there, body part, just in case there's powers or just see what happens. And I think this one, they said, geez, like uh, something. And they said they started running all sorts of things. There's lab coats, people running around. There was like, you know, horns going off. And then they did some sort of scan. And they they, they said, but geez, look at this. Look at this. Brain's been, his brain's been jumbled. And they said, oh, no, no, no. My brain came that way, believe it or not. Pre-jumbled. It said it right on my birth certificate. They say really, and they say no, no. I think it was the delivery form from the stork. Like I think some sort of, you know, someone else had ordered me, and they they ordered a child with a pre-jumbled brain, no no human hair. Uh, that was another thing on my request form. Uh, animal fur instead of human hair. Uh, pre-jumbled brain. Also, there's lots of lots of brain options. I don't think anybody talks about this because you know the doctors and stuff don't want. And your parents, if your kids are listening, this is how, this is how, like, this is like the real, real truth about made up stuff about child, child, uh, production. So many options on the brain. And they also checked brain goop and gop. I think they were gop, but I think it was glue. What do I have? Goopy brain and a gloppy brain. Uh, Personality traits, they put um, clumsy, messy. Devilishly charming, uh, delusional, and you know prefers to live in you know prefers to live in a fantasy world of his own construction, which may I I don't know how that's different than delusional, argumentative, barely passively aggressively argumentative. That was like almost that I don't know if that was a pun, but that was like I was being pat. I don't know if you picked up on that. I was that was like a passive aggressive move against passive aggression. That might be my that might be my thing for twenty seventeen. Passively aggressive, passive. I don't know. We'll think of it anyway. I'm glad you're here. I mean, if there's anybody for the job to take your mind off stuff, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident at this point it's me. And to do lulling, so you know, I'm wearing meanderwear, and I'm going to take my time getting there. And I'm here for you. I mean, if there's any message. You know, despite the jumbles and the goops and in in the other stuff, whatever that, that I don't have human hair. I mean, what a ripoff! You know, up until I started this podcast, that was a, a liability. Now, in the the context of this podcast, uh, it's an asset. So I'm glad you're here. If you're new, give this a couple tries, because yeah, boy, this one was this one's out there. But uh, I appreciate your time. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right?
Uh, hey, you only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it a bedtime story. All you got to do is get in bed. We don't really got to do anything. All you need to do, all you could, you, what you can do. I just thought that uh, got to do sound a little bit too. You know, I don't want to put any pressure on you. Here's what you could do. Get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. You know, you could also do, start it while you're brushing your teeth or whatever. But you get out in the bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'll do the rest. That's what I say next. Uh, and here's what I'm going to try to do is create a safe create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, stuff on your mind, uh, feelings in your body, stirrings in your uh your your emotional makeup it could be make you could be like oh, i forgot to take off makeup you could just think about like even if you don't wear makeup sometimes i think man like i could go for like uh you know the, those pat like maybe i need to do some exfoliate should i get back out of bed and exfoliate is that exfoliating what's the thing when you put a stringent on and uh like this degreasing, right? I mean, when I when I do it, I say, "Holy cow!" Uh, and then I do like, and I like do like four years later, I do it again. Uh, so maybe I should bump that. Now I'm thinking about that instead of doing. Well, maybe we shouldn't finish this podcast intro. Maybe I should go astringe, astringent. That's what that stuff is called. And um, maybe I can get back to that. Just in case you're new, though, we, uh, what I'm going to do is try to create a place, safe place where you can set aside whatever has been keeping you awake, whether it's any of that stuff or something else. The whole idea of the podcast is for me to take your mind off the stuff. What I mean by a safe place is that you're welcome here. You're under no pressure to fall asleep, but you're also under no pressure to listen to me or pay attention. And what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, uh, slow, pointless meanders. Uh, tonight, like uh, we're going to be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, but here's the usual structure of the show. Uh, so it starts out with like the business stuff to, so we can keep the podcast going and credit the people that work on the show. And it's about five minutes. Then we get about a 12-minute intro that we're just into. And then we'll uh, talk about uh, a Star Trek episode from Star Trek The Next Generation. I think tonight we're going to be talking about family. And, like, that's about it. So you just kick back and you can kind of listen. At some point, for some people, they fall asleep during this intro because they kind of know, okay, here, here's and here's even the structure of the intro is uh, especially on Star Trek nights, I try to take it, like, I usually have something on my mind. Right now it's astringent. And once I've got something on my mind, it's incredibly easy for me to get distracted and forget about it or to not be able to forget about it and then not be distracted. But I usually try to take a quote from the episode and then make it into a metaphor of what the podcast is about. Uh, in one part of my brain, it's like to, to create a brilliant way to explain to a new person what the podcast is. But I think what I do unintentionally is like make obvious. We'll say, well, I don't really need to listen to him. He kind of does ramble, but he does try to remember to keep it slow and use his lulling, soothing tones. And there is a lot of pointless meanders in there. 
Uh, so let, but let's see about the quote. This was a quote from Robert, Jean-Luc's brother. He says, Father understood better than anybody else uh, uh, that you can't lose the values which we hold most precious. And then Jean-Luc said, geez, you don't have to lose anything by having a little convenience. And then Robert says, life is already too convenient. And I hear that. I mean, I hear like someone like Robert might listen. Like, I don't know if people always like, even, I don't know why do we have a voice or why do I have a voice in my head that says stuff like that? Like life is already too convenient. Or it might say your life is already too convenient. And I would say, well, I don't have that auto astringer actually. So it isn't convenient because I don't know if I've astringed in like this can like maybe last calendar year after I was out somewhere where I put on like three or four, like if I maybe wore sunscreen like five times in a row, I may have astringed last year at some point or used astringent. I mean, I always feel astringed, you know, I, I like, I think that's the state of needing to be astringed. A strange, a strudge, a strunge. Isn't there something like that? Some phrase, but, uh, but, um, a something, a something, a, a strange, a stretch, a strunge. Or is that isoramis? I think I'm falling back into my Latin roots. Isoramis. That's all I got. I think I went into like a blind alley in my brain. Uh, but, but uh, it, like, uh, so I'm totally stuck. That's funny. I was like, uh, so I'm thinking about astringent. Those now those pads. I don't know what they're, those are called. Uh, those are cotton pads. I think that you use in astringing. And uh, like I think the most back in my day when I should have been astringing, uh, like the I think the most popular one was like a breeze from the sea was what it was called. And I'm not sure if any if my sister used it uh, or we like. Uh, I don't know when the first time I encountered that is, but. Uh, like, it, it, it ideally takes off a layer of gook off your face, and you say, ooh, this feels good. Uh, I don't know, in like, that's in theory. I don't know what it actually, like, I don't know, like, like I'm sure I'll hear from somebody. I mean, what is, like, do, 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 do you need to astringe, and how often do you need to do it? Because uh, then another side, and the, again, these aren't for debates for bedtime. This is just me, you know, probing because the other side would say, well, you, you know, you got your body's got its natural grease going. Don't worry about it, you know. Like, there's that thing. And I guess it could be, like, like let's try to keep it in that gray area. Let's just say it's working fine. I still have a face. Uh, so, you know, 40-plus years, I still have a face. Uh, base, you know, so I've got my body's natural oils. I have sebaceous glands. I do know that. Another great word, sebaceous is another podcasty word I've never used before. That should be like one you say, how are you feeling today? Sebaceous, dude. Like, uh, did the uh, turtles ever say anything like that? Because they say, that's like, uh, I guess you'd probably say it like if you've been, if you've had a cold and you've been in bed for a few days. I feel like I feel so sebaceous. You say, well, let me get, let me get, let me bring over some astringent and some cotton pads. And uh, I wish, you know, Robert was not in charge of the Breeze Sea Corporation because otherwise we probably have something more convenient. Uh, but this podcast, I guess, like this podcast is not entirely, con well, it's not efficient.
I guess podcasts by their nature are supposed to be convenient. You turn out your lights, turn it, get in bed, turn out your lights and press play or do it in a different order. And you listen, but then like, uh, you know, this bike is a little bit different, a little bit strange. Takes, it takes some time to get like, it doesn't go anywhere, but I do see the people that dislike it. They say, well, it doesn't, it's not going anywhere. And they say, well, no, it is. It's going places just slowly. You know, it doesn't make a whole lot of, it's inconclusive. Like if anybody's listening tonight, hoping like to say that they get a definitive answer on like when to use astringent. Well, I think there is a, say when, when you think of it, uh, or not, you know, not, or however often, yeah, inconclusive, uh, you miss Like I had a quote from Jean-Luc's brother, but, uh, like the whole idea of tradition, I don't know if that doesn't fit in there. Failed shoehorning of uh, ideas. Uh, you know, I'm I'm willing to admit my mistakes, though. So, I, like, I don't know. This, I guess this podcast is kind of convenient. Yeah, cause, like, I mean, that's the whole idea is that you listen at your leisure and then you, like, listen less. Like, uh, for, for the majority of people, you turn it on and at some point between uh, minute 7 and minute 28, you fall asleep. Uh, but here's the thing I say every night because it's important. I'll be here for an hour uh, because it one, because I know there's some listeners that don't fall asleep and, you know, I want to keep you company in the deep, dark night. But I also want to reassure you, you say, well, I got all the time I need to fall asleep. I, like, I can just kind of listen. But, but like, because you're under, like, I don't want, I don't, I'm not putting any pressure that you should fall asleep or that you should listen. And I don't want to put any pressure on myself. I mean, this is like, but this is kind of meta, but I guarantee you there's a 100% chance when I press stop on this recorder, I'm going to go like, do I have, like, where in my cabinet is that generic sea breeze? And I know I have some cotton pads, like the last time I moved, whatever they're called, uh, somewhere, I think. Otherwise, I'm going to go straight to the store and buy them. So there's that. Uh, so I don't know what else to tell you. If you're new here, this podcast is a little bit different. Uh, but you don't have to take it serious. Uh, and if you don't like it, that's cool. Like, you don't have to listen. Like, the reason I started making this show is, one, because I've been there. And I still have ongoing, you know, it comes and it goes. I've lied there, tossing and turning. So I know uh, what it can feel like. And one of the things that took my mind off of stuff was listening to the radio. And one of the things I do now is listen to classical music on the radio uh, because it puts me in the mood for for bed. And then another thing is, I look, like if I'm reading a good book, I look forward to bedtime. Uh, and I hope that's what this podcast could eventually do for you, is distract you so you can fall asleep and make you like look forward to bedtime or dread it a little bit less. I won't be giving out, you know, makeup tick, tip, tick, makeup ticks. I might, you know, I think I had one of those from the time I, you know, when I, like, cause I have always been tempted to say, well, what are those things called? The lip, lip smackers? What were the other ones? So, well, I got to taste it. What is that? Orange punch? I don't even think I've drank orange punch. Uh, so I got to try that. So then that's when I had a makeup tick. It went away, though, once I sweated out everything that's in those lip smackers. So, yeah, like, I'm glad you're here. 
If you can't sleep, like give this podcast a couple tries. It works for a lot of people. It doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it works for you. You know, because I, like, I think you deserve a good night's sleep and without all the rigmarole. And I'd be honored to help you. So I'm glad you're here. And not only do I hope I yearn and I work really hard uh, because, like, I, I want to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by.